What up? What up, YouTube? All right. Because stuff like this doesn't really translate well to the pod. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So a few weeks ago, I lost. Put it on. I lost the bet. Yeah. And the condition was that I have to do the hot sauce. Yeah. The hot saucing. So I'm going to be hot saucing. So basically what happened is we were pulling for CG Charlotte and you only pulled two Charlottes and I pulled four. So the loser has to do the hot sauce. So here we go. I'm going to start the show this way and we'll see, we'll see you know, how it goes. One time I did a spicy, I did the spicy ramen challenge. But what I didn't realize that is that the ramen noodles that I purchased were not the ones that were part of the spicy ramen challenge. Right. They were the ones that are two times spicy. So I kind of screwed myself. You're extra spicy. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. All right. All right, here we go. I don't know if you guys can kind of see there's hot sauce tipping on this spoon. Yeah, don't spill it on oh my God. computer. All right, here we go. <laughs> Three, I hate, I hate my life. Two, one. All right, here we go. Matt, welcome to episode five of FFBE Sauce. <laughs> much-awaited unit that was announced at the third anniversary mm -hmm. is finally here. So what I want to do is let's jump into her unit intro quest and we'll kind of we'll see take a look at her limit burst. Yeah that and, sounds and, good. And kind of see what what does she look like. Yeah and how we feel about it. I mean this is kind of cool because it's the first unique global unit with a CG animation. Yeah it's crazy. Yeah. I'm excited. I still feel the spiciness in my throat. Sure you got a spicier hot sauce. All right, <clears throat> let's check out this CG limit burst. I've already cleared all the quests, so we're just gonna check out that sweet, sweet. Yeah. You, you know, see what I mean? How she doesn't, she doesn't wear her coat properly. Yeah, I get that. But I, I, I guess think that's how Esther it just looks it. really nice, though. It's, it does. It's pretty. I love, I love the way she looks. I love that slow mo part with all the blades of light. It's just beautiful. It's really cool because if you look at the where it stops the shot, yeah, kind of freeze frames on it, you see all the different colors of the rainbow, and I think that's really cool because it's the crystal and it's light yeah. and like light shining through the crystal. It's kind of a nice touch. Yeah, I do think that she is crushing it in terms of the CG animation game. I think among the best CG animation. I think yeah. they put a lot of work into this. It looks absolutely beautiful. Definitely, I. I think it's my favorite of the sort of serious yeah. CG animations. I know we have like I Some tend to goofy ones. I yeah. tend to prefer the goofy ones because they're funny, but this one is actually really, really well, really, really well done. And I think it's helped. I really like Elena's sort of visual design. I like the way yeah. they made her look. I totally yeah. agree. I like the style of like the high boots. I'm totally into that. Yeah, it's no, really she nice. looks good with Elena. She's dropping with kind of her own event. It, yeah. It's kind of a mishmash of a story with a sort of raid-style boss battle. Mm -hmm. And one, the story isn't that great, but what I love about it is the visual aspects of it and the sort of theme around it. So the idea is that Elena is a comic book character. Yeah. And then the very first shot you get when you start the story is this really beautiful image that looks like the cover of a comic. I love it. Right yeah, away, it's really cool. I thought it was awesome. 
It's fantastic. And then you get into the you get into the battles and you're it's like you're on a panel of a comic book. It's I really really love the the theme. Mm-hmm. The the sort of design of it. I think it's really well done and amazing. Yeah. Um, the story is a little bit whatever, but I mean it's fine. It, it is a com- It's meant to be like a comic book. So I was just gonna to say kind of it's a yeah. little bit cheesy, but it reminds me of a typical superhero kind of yeah. mini story arc. It's not like really flushed out like the stuff we get in today's world. But if you think back to like traditional comics, this is what it'd be like. The hero comes in. It's a traditional light versus dark, good versus evil thing going on. So, I don't know. It kind of works with what they're doing, especially in the setting that they have this kid reading it. And this is what, like, as a eight-year-old, you'd be looking at this or reading this and be like, wow, that's so cool. Ah, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. So, <clears throat> let's jump in. So, this kind of, it's kind of funny. It's called Fundamental Forces, which shortens to FF. And we have Elena, who is the warrior of the crystal. Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to say is she's the warrior of the blue crystal, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Because everybody knows blues kind of suck. Yeah. Uh, imagine, I, I'm guessing we're going to get some precursors of like the gold and the rainbow crystal eventually. They're going to be super busted. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, I hope. Or maybe <laughs> Elena's going to evolve into the yeah. gold and the, the, yeah, the her, rainbow crystal. The crystal just gets better. Uh, so it's kind of nice. Uh, we're just going to go through the sort of elite or legend stage battle yeah where you basically fight elena's arch nemesis morgana right i think she's pretty easy you can usually one turn her i've been one turning her with uh one elena and one esther yeah that's kind of what i have set up actually and you guys can see this on the screen um pretty much bring as many bonus units as i can i bring an elena and an esther or at least a half decent elena And just chain it together. Yeah. Away and you go, right? We it's should not all too have uh, two free chicken reins. Yep. And each one will give you 75% bonus. Unless you were one of those silly people that decided so to silly. sell him. Yeah. Take that, jerks. <laughs> but those people probably yeah. also have like seven Elena's. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, but it's not too difficult of a mission. Uh, I think that it's really straightforward. Morgana, if you do have to go through the fight, taking a magic cover tank. If you have CG Charlotte, amazing. There's plenty of other ones out there that you can use. Yeah, makes the battle really easy. Or if you, yeah, or you just take a really powerful friend Elena or a really powerful friend Esther and just carry you if you don't have the like. You can literally solo it with one unit. It's it's meant to be sort of the same difficulty. I feel like as a raid. Yeah, I'd so, agree with that. You know, unless you're going in with super underpowered units, this shouldn't give you any trouble. Exactly. Now, with this event and this banner, we're getting two units. Yes, we are. Obviously, Elena. And then the other one is her arch nemesis. Morgana. Morgana. The harbinger of the chair meta. Yeah. So it's, it's really funny because she has one of her animations where she, she's kind of the empress. That's yeah, the idea. Yeah. Um, and she sits down in this awesome chair. I think actually, <laughs> visually, I think Morgana also, they, not, they knocked it out of the park. She looks fantastic. You know what would have been insane? And I kind of wish they did this. I wish that they did, like, both as a CG unit. Yeah, I know it would have been, been, like, a ton, of work. Yeah. a ton of money and a ton of work. But it would have been super cool to have the rivals both have their CG animations and, like, have them kind of clash yeah. in that way. But still, her unit design, fantastic. I agree with you. The chair meta. Oops. The chair meta is upon us with Morgana and her Empress's chair. 
So let's let's talk about the units a little bit. Do you want to start with Morgana or with Elena? Let's start with Morgana and then we'll move to Elena because she's the, the hero. We'll talk about what's what's wrong with the world and then we'll talk about how to fix it. How to fix it. Deal. If the story is to be believed, you just fix it with your sword. You cut everything to pieces. Yeah, pretty much. That fixes everything. Yeah. So starting off, Morgana is kind of overall uh, an interesting unit. She's, I think, what they're trying to do here with these global units is they're trying to take units that are kind of underrepresented and give us usable versions of them. Yes. So, for example, hybrid units yeah. like Elena have been trashed since Fravia was big. Pretty much, right? They've been kind of left in the dust. Um, even Felix, who people were excited about, didn't really push the damage meta Not forward. really. Yeah, there was um, Felix. He kind I of think. dropped and he was forgotten about. People so, liked Carlette. <clears throat> she was okay. And again, she was good, but not like she didn't do that much in yeah. terms of damage. So Nagi. Sorry. The same thing with the sort of summoner, uh, what do you call them? Oh, summoners have not been good. Like the summoner mages? Evokers. Yeah, evokers. Evoke damage users have been pretty bad. If you look at Black Mage Golbez, you look at people like uh, Pure Summoner Rydia, all these people with some evoke damage in their kit, mm -hmm. they've been kind of left in the dust in terms of damage. And I feel like Morgana was their attempt to bring evoker or give us an evoker that's actually usable and to, that does decent damage. Yeah. So... That being said, she's a little bit tricky because of her evoker nature. So let's let's jump into her TMR, which is called Empress's Signet. I think this is really strong as for an evoker specifically. So you're getting yeah. your 50% mag, which is standard, but then you're getting that 20% evil mag. Yeah. And with a unit like Morgana, she's going to be drawing on both, right? Yeah, exactly. So her, her damage is going to... Her evil mag kind of works the same as like a killer passive. Yeah. Or it's just... Extra it, it'll damage. It'll multiply her damage after everything's been calculated. Yeah. Right? So... And then her STMR is just uh, insanely stat good stat stick, and it gives you a little bit of uh, equipment mag when you're dual wielding. Yes. So it's super nice because Morgana, the way they tried to fix these evokers is a big complaint about evokers is their damage is split. Yeah. So it draws, I, and sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you were about to say the same thing. It draws both from spirit and from mag, and it's hard to build units to do both. Yep. So in this case with Morgana, what makes her unique is her evoke damage is based solely on her mag stat. So she's a mage that deals evoke damage, yep. basically. Yep. That's pretty much what she's doing. And I always hated summoners when they had those split stats. I'm like, I can't get mag and spirit on there effectively. Yeah. Pick one and you go with it. That's typically what people would do is just pick one, whatever the highest uh, ratio was, and go with it. It's just so much better now that you can kind of focus on your mag. It's even called Evo Mag. Like, just make it mag-based. We don't need yeah. spirit-based. And just make it work because this does way better. Now you're t drawing on her full yeah. pool of magic stat, right? And because of her evoker status, she's going to like Materia, sort of like Pure Summoner Rydia's TMR. I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, just off the top of my head, it's not coming to me, but it gives you 40% mag and 10% evil mag. Yeah. The same, there's another four-star unit called, I think, Belgamine. She was on the Yuna banner. She's, she also has, I think it's called Cognizant of the Truth, her TMR. Similar thing, gives you mag, gives you evil mag. The, these are the stats that uh, Morgana wants. Yes. So 
the way the way she works, which is kind of tricky, right? She has cooldown abilities that will fill your evocation gauge. Yep. Which she can triple and eventually quadracast. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, her abilities also drain your evocation gauge, right? Yep. So her strongest abilities will drain it by two or three. Her standard abilities drain it by one. This can be a little bit tricky. So when you're using two Morganas on a team to perfect chain, it, you have to manage your means, gauge. Yeah, because they're going to share a gauge. Yep. So it means if you want to quadra cast, you're going to pretty much have to quadra cast her uh, six star skills. Because if you try to quad cast her seven star skills, you don't have enough. You won't have enough evil gauge to actually pull it off with two of her. Yep. So it kind of becomes a little bit tricky to use her. Uh, as far as damage goes, I actually really like her. I think she. At before least, sorry, before you go on, it is tricky to use her if you're using two of her. But conveniently, she is drawing on some of the prominent chaining families. Yeah. So you can use other units that don't rely on an evil gauge and use Morgana to kind of cap it at the end, you know, like cast her second, only, so she's doing the most damage. The only reason that I, I mentioned two is because of her limit burst, because it chains, but it's not part of a, or sorry, no, it's not, this it's, is a single, that's Elena, sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're right, actually. You, yeah, so you don't using necessarily a, need to use two. Using two of her makes it easy, because you can just use the same scales, the same element, everything's the same, yeah. but she does draw on like Absolute Zero, Chaos Wave, Bolting Strike Disorder, these chaining families, there's tons of people in them now. She doesn't really need a whole, like you don't need two Morganas. You can cap her. I think she does a lot of damage like you were about to say, so you can continue with that thought. Yeah, I think she does. she's around Cersei's level of damage, I would say. Yeah. Um, the the up downside is that she doesn't benefit from killers and there's plenty of magic killers in the game where Cersei will probably out damage her in most fights. Yeah. The, where Morgana would shine is any fights where there's mitigation. Mm -hmm. So because it's evoke damage, it goes right through mitigation. So I recently did the, what do you call it, the Asura fight. Mm -hmm. And she starts the battle where for three turns, you basically Mitigator. can't hurt her. Right? Yeah. If you had Morgana, you could just ignore that mitigation. You could start dealing damage right away, mm -hmm. which is really nice. This is going to factor in big time when we get Scorn of the Bloody Moon. Yeah. So she's going to be a great unit to have for that trial because no matter how good Zeno or Esther are, they can't damage that boss. Yep. Right? It's immune to all physical damage. Yep. So More I think units, I, people were saying, uh, I think Folka and Citra, the summer units, yep. or just CG Citra, they were great for this sort of Bloody Moon trial coming forward. Now mm -hmm. we have another unit we can add to that that's actually doing respectable damage it's not like blow your mind but i think she's definitely usable for most i mean trials. given that it, uh, it ignores the mitigation i think that it is extremely good like it, she's very strong all of her abilities can chain i think she yeah. does a lot or very respectable damage given that she ignores the mitigation yeah. if they made her like xeno level and ignores mitigation she'd be bonkers crazy right. like that'd it, be way too much it's a bit of a trade-off exactly so but that's pretty much Morgana. So she's your Evoker Mage, great for battles with mitigation that are involved. She has a lot of chaining families. I think she's really strong overall. Yeah. Kind of fixes the summoner, Evoker, sorry, the magic summoner uh, a little bit as a class. Yeah, she's like an upgraded uh, pure summoner, Radia, pretty much. Yeah. Let's talk about Elena. So Elena's coming in um, God, she's so as... She's so badass looking. I love the sprite. She's, she's our premier hybrid unit. So Global has loved these hybrid units, right? We've yes, got a lot have. of them. 
Um, and it's kind of nice. I love that we're getting these hybrid damage DPS units. So Elena's coming in. Her TMR is Astrea. It's sort of her a sword just for her. Yep. Nobody. It's similar to Sora, right? Nobody can equip this TMR except Elena, but it is insane. It's got the stats of an STMR. So one thing that I love that they did with this is they didn't give it an element, but I love that because she has elements in her kit, yeah. and also because in the current meta, there's tons of imbue. When Sora came out, I hated it because there was no imbue. It was so hard to use him. Yeah. But now with so much imbue, and they did actually give her some elements in her kit, it makes this type of a weapon a lot better. It's just locked to her, which kind of sucks, but it makes sense. I always go with the lore side of things, so the fact that she's the only one who can wield it because she's the chosen warrior of the crystal. Super happy about that. Love it. Keep well, the lore coming. The, it's super busted as a TMR. That's why it's locked only to her. If anybody else could equip it, oh, it would be, be broken. Because it has stats on par with Kurosame's STMR, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, and the nice thing is it also has uh, 30, 135% uh, what do you call it? modifier on it so mm -hmm. it'll do slightly more damage it has an upside it means elena a physical oriented elena will do slightly more damage than a magical oriented elena because of the way that hybrid damage is calculated mm -hmm. so when you factor in the physical half of the damage it will take into account your weapon variance mm -hmm. when you factor in the magical side of the damage it won't so she's only effectively getting half the effectiveness of that variance as a normal unit would but i still think it's really good and i think it makes a case for a more uh physical damage stacked elena versus a magical damage stacked one i agree and now if we look at her stmr warrior of the crystal it's just it's massive stupid. stats yeah, yeah it's it's amazing for hybrid units like elena if you do get four of her i think it's well worth yep. getting this she has, again, mentioning the chaining families, the standard chaining families that we see today as like the prominent ones. You can pretty much chain her with anybody, so you don't necessarily need two of her. 100% I would go for the STMR. It's just yeah. so amazing for I think hybrid units. you're going to have plenty of Elena's in your friend list. I, I have a feeling she's <laughs> going to be very popular. She's going to be kind of like when Esther yeah. and Zeno is yeah. just everywhere, right? Same thing as yeah. Elena. Elena's going to be populating your friends list because people are just going to... I think people yeah. love her. I love her, so... And you're going to want to build her in the same way you would any hybrid unit, right? Yep. Um, we talked a little bit about this, I want to say, last week, where, like, the Nagi TMR, the Carlitus TMR, all those, like, prominent hybrid... Uh, what do you call it? Hybrid equipments, right? Yeah. Um, now... As far as her overall damage output goes, it really depends. She, she's a unit that's sort of, we, it's, she's had a lot of discussion, I would say, because nobody, for a while, nobody really knew what her optimal rotation was. She just has, she's kind of all over the place. Yeah, well, she's pretty complex. Um, that being said, her damage, I think if you use her optimally, will fall somewhere around Zeno's level, depending on your gear. Yeah. She, she does slightly more damage than Esther, and uh, I think she's around Zeno. And again, depending on how well you gear her, I think she has the potential to actually surpass his damage. The downside is most of us haven't invested that heavily into hybrid gear because hybrid units just, they haven't They're been They're not amazing, yeah. yeah. Like, for so, example, I didn't even pull for Carlette. Yeah. If I knew I was going to get an Elena... I would have pulled for Carlette. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would have went yeah. for that, right? Same with Nagi or Whatever a few of the other units as well. So, if you well, want, let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the way you're going to use her. She's a little bit more complex than your, than your normal unit. And yeah, that's she because is. 
she so if you have her TMR Astrea equipped, she comes in with a triple cast. Yep. But she can't triple cast her cooldown abilities along with her damaging abilities, which kind of makes her a little bit weird. Yeah, I was disappointed to see that. But I mean, you got to work with it. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Most other units can. For example, Esther, Zeno, yep. plenty of other units can dual cast their CDs. So I'm surprised that Morgana. she couldn't. Morgana, yeah. But that being said, I don't think her damage gets hurt too much. Because so, a couple things. First, she's got her two cooldown abilities called uh, Way of the Blossom and Way of the Aurora. Mm -hmm. um, these cooldown abilities decrease resistance to either ice or light, mm -hmm. have some other effects, and then increase the modifier for her, some of her abilities by eight times. I think the way it's basically working is one is designed so you can do plenty of ice damage, and the other one is kind of designed to enhance her light-based damage. And one is more defensive, the other is more offensive. So the yeah. light-based one will, give, will amp up your offensive capabilities, mm -hmm. The ice-based one gives you a bit of an HP barrier, gives you some damage mitigation, which is also pretty nice. Yeah. Now, you normally, the way the skill is worded, you'd want to dual cast these to get both modifier buffs. Yeah. But the way Elena works is you, these buffs don't stack. So the way of the Blossom and the way of the Aurora, you can only get the benefit of one of the modifier buffs at one time. At a time, yeah. So... Unfortunately, you have to choose one. So that's why her turn one, most people, what they say to do is use Way of the Blossom or Way of the Aurora, and then use the, uh, the Enervate skill, which her Enervate skills give her, imbue her with a certain element, right? So she has water, lightning, ice, and light. Yep. So in this case, if you want to do optimal damage, you'd either do light or ice. I, light is better because you're also taking advantage of those uh, attack mag buffs from the cooldown. Yeah, because they're huge. Yep. And then turn two, you're going to want to use her Limit Burst because her cooldown fills her Limit Burst immediately. Instantly, yeah, definitely. And, and I think her Limit Burst gives her a lot. Yeah. Kind of gives her a nice buff to everybody. Crazy high modifiers, given that it's hybrid damage, they're always higher because yeah. it kind of splits the damage up. And it enhances your modifier for pretty much all of her abilities at the, like, yeah. the most. Out of all of the modifier enhancers in her kit, her Limit Burst gives the most. Yep, and so her Limit Burst does chain, so her ideal chaining partner is a copy of Elena. Um, the, the downside is it has 30 hits, so I was hoping it would chain with uh, all the other 30 Oriole hit. Ray or something, but it doesn't. It's yeah. actually the Heo Limit the, Burst. The weird Heo yeah. chaining family. So Elena's your, your best bet to chain with Elena is Elena if you want optimal damage from her rotation. Yeah. And then, so once you pop her limit burst, that, that's going to be where you're going to, after turn two, where you pop the limit burst, turn three and turn four, you're going to want to triple cast her Blade of the Crystal. It's her bolting strike chaining move, and it's also the move that gains the most benefit in terms of modifier increases yep. from her limit burst. Yep. So... This is going to be your primary source of damage. Um, she also has other chaining families. She has Oriole Ray and Stardust Ray mm -hmm. that you can use if you don't have a Bolting Strike partner. But the Bolting Strike is her highest damage output, right? Um, and then turn five, you're going to... So she has these other two abilities. So <laughs> she's so... That's what makes her confusing. She's got these abilities called... Uh, 
Aurora Arts and Blossom mm -hmm. Arts, yeah. which unlock even more abilities. So the other abilities are kind of weird and confusing, and most people just say to ignore them, and I agree, because they're, yeah. they're chain-capping moves. Yeah, I was looking at them, and I was like, it doesn't make sense to actually use these. I can't yeah. think of a situation you'd use these rather than the other ones. Um, I don't know, it kind of gives her more complexity yeah. for a lot of people, and I think most people are going to ignore this, partially because it's just like way too much info. So you have to remember like what eight or nine yeah. extra abilities do on top of a regular kit. Yeah. And they're not giving you, even if they do give you a bit more damage or a bit of situational stuff, it's not enough to be like, okay, I'm going to work this into my rotation, right? Because you can't triple cast her unlocked abilities. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter because you're not going to get more damage using them. Exactly. So you can just safely ignore them. The only things you want to do, so turn five, you either want to pop uh, Aurora Arts or Blossom Arts. And that's because the buffs. it gives you a four times modifier buff to her Blade of the Dawn. It gives it to all the other abilities too, but this is the one that we're focusing on. Was it Blade of the Dawn or Blade of the Crystal? Blade, it might be Blade of the Crystal. I'm, it's, it's all just, there's too many Blade abilities. Of the Crystal. Yeah, you're right. Blade of the Crystal, sorry. Yeah. So it gives another four times modifier buff to Blade of the Crystal, and this buff does not go away. It doesn't expire, and it can't be dispelled. Yep. So it's just a permanent buff after you use this. But unfortunately, because you can't do or include this in your sort of triple cast rotation with your cooldown really abilities, sucks. you have to use it on turn five. Otherwise, you're losing a lot of damage on turns one and two. Yep. So once you do this on turn five, you go back to your rotation. So you do your, your enervates and your cooldown. So basically, that's sort of where you fall into the rinse and repeat phase where you just go through that again. Her rotation lasts five turns. Yep. Turn six, you just kind of rinse and repeat. And then another thing, just quickly to consider, is that Aurora Arts also gives 100% charm resistance, and Blossom Arts gives 100% stop resistance. Right. So depending on what trial you're fighting, yeah. it might be worthwhile to throw this in there just to protect Exactly, her. depending on what you want, right? Um, one also comes with mitigation, the other, it's... It, again, Similar to other right. abilities, yeah, exactly. Uh, one, one is offensive-oriented, one is defensive-oriented. And if you don't have anybody on your team that can prevent charm or stomp, I think these are great to have. Yes. I think that covers Elena pretty well. There is one more thing that I wanted to mention just because I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Sure. So in her kit, in her abilities, she has a move that literally, it's called Reset Stance. Now it cures all status ailments to her, which is fantastic. Attack, mag, defense, spirit breaks are cured as well. But then it also cures Stomp and Charm, but only to the caster. How the fuck am I going to cast this? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's if I'm Stomped yeah. or Charmed. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to even include that. I, I just thought it was ridiculous. It's kind of awesome that you can cure your own uh, breaks. I think that's awesome. Oh, it's but... great otherwise. I just thought it was hilarious that it's like, yeah. cure Stomp and Charm. I'm like, what? Unfortunately, though, you, you can uh, use this with your dual cast. But it's not triple castable, so you can't really weave it in with your damage rotation. So if you are going to cure yourself, you're going to have to forego some damage. Yeah. So, I mean, she's got a lot of nice stuff in her kit. Um, almost too much, I would say. It makes her needlessly confusing, I think. She just I has think way too many abilities. Her second set of abilities could yeah. have been completely removed. Yeah, we could just ignore them. I think like, it would have been fine just to have... Uh, she already has enough going yeah. on that it's confusing as it is. I think that adding on the extra five or six yeah. abilities that she gains, 
It's just a bit too much, yeah. honestly. I think Aurora Arts and Blossom Arts should have just been buff skills on their own. They mm -hmm. don't need to unlock other things. She's got plenty of stuff already to do that it's just a bit overkill. But I mean, it's fine. You just ignore them. Yeah. That's, that's my advice. Exactly. Overall, an amazing unit. Yeah. Best hybrid DPS unit that we have in the game currently. Plus, she comes with that sexy, sexy CG animation. Yeah. I, which is hybrid, always worth it. Best hybrid by far. It's crazy the, the Oh, it's a difference. huge jump. Yeah. It's like you're going from like a pebble yeah. all the way up to this massive boulder that the pioneers used to ride. Yeah, exactly. And the nice thing is, uh, as we've seen with sort of the CG... What are you looking at? Me? <laughs> it's just I made a reference to a show, yeah, and <laughs> it said uh, Boulder. Yeah. The pioneers used to ride. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't get over that. why that I said that, and you just went, and you just continued. You're just like, yeah, yeah, that's normal. <laughs> I was just gonna ignore it and move on. Like, it's just funny. <laughs> Sorry, talking nonsense. Anyways, um, I'll send you a clip. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as a. Uh, up to date with the memes as yeah, well. Um, what was I saying? I don't even remember anymore. But yeah, the, the difference is massive between yeah. like, you know, you go from Felix to basically Elena. And then I remember now the, so recently the fan fest units all got upgrades for free, yes. right? So Gumi seems to treat their global unique units very, very well. So I think if you pull Elena, you'll probably be set for a long time because I have a feeling they're not going to skimp out on her eventual enhancements. Yeah. I feel like based they go on... above and beyond. Yeah. Historically, every global exclusive unit that's come out, they've treated extremely yeah. well, usually pushing them to the forefront of the meta yeah. at the time of their release as well as at the time of their enhancements. Yeah, especially their like anniversary units. Yeah, right? 100%. So I, I think she's definitely worth pulling for. Like I said, I pulled for her Got lucky enough to pull I pulled two of for her. her and got zero of her. But yeah. I have four UOC tickets. You know where that might be going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't. I need Realistically, it. if you have Esther's, you know, you don't need her. I don't need it, but I need you know. it. But, you know, if you want to watch that CG, like. I just need just it. Do it. Yeah. I just need it. It's nice. I'm going to be using two. I'm not going for the STMR, but I will use two to yeah. get Elena if I don't pull her in the meantime. Yeah. Freaking used all my lapis on Charlotte. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, that's all we got for the. Elena themed events. Yeah, pretty much. That's Elena, the newest global exclusive unit with a CG animation yep. coming in with Morgana as well. Both units yep. doing extremely well for their class. One is pushing the meta in terms of damage for hybrid units. The other one is starting the chair meta, which right now isn't the best, but eventually it will evolve, get CGs of their own and become kind of unstoppable. So exactly. Look forward to that. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, if you're out there on YouTube, thanks for watching. Podcast listeners, thank you for listening. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll catch you in the next episode.